And I'm happy that I was not waiting for getting ill to to give my life a new starting, right? So because uh, what I've learned from others during this journey is that many people that did that, you know, change or in their lives, uh, it, it was because of, uh, of disease, for example, right? So I was lucky enough to avoid that and to... Uh, to incorporate a new lifestyle before uh, before it's too late. Hello, darling. You're listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast with your host, Portia Scott. This podcast is a collection of interviews and stories, weaving together life's pivotal moments and the decisions made to show up and impact humanity, one person at a time. Hello, darlings, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. All I'm going to say about today's episode is that if you find yourself caught up in the busyness and the hustle and bustle of life, and you just need a minute to rest, but you feel like you can't because, of course, there's always something to do. You've come to the right place. You know, when we think about rest, so many of us feel like there's so much I have to do and I don't have time to rest. The reality is is that you don't have time not to rest. Science has proven over and over and over again that rest and actively resting, it plays such a critical role in our immune function, in our memory, learning, creativity. Some of the other benefits are living a longer life and increased energy and stamina, sharpening our attention span. The reason why we're going, going, going is most of the time because we want to we want to get to this pinnacle of success, this pinnacle of making it, this pinnacle of whatever the goal or the success metric is. And if in fact that is your goal, that's fine. But what if you incorporated rest? Then maybe you wouldn't just get there, but you would be able to enjoy the moments along the way. And with that said, I want to introduce today's house guest. Today's house guest is a global HR executive with over 20 years of experience in several industries from banking to tech companies. She's always driving transformation and allowing talent gems to thrive in their careers. She is Brazilian and thanks to her profession, she has lived in five cities on three different continents in the last decade. She's a proud mother of two boys and married to a creative film producer. Most recently, she has decided to incorporate these routine moments of break to discover new talents in herself in order to build a new chapter in her life and take the lead of her own narrative. She's named this process sabbaticing. I think you're going to really, really enjoy this episode as she talks about how she has stepped away from corporate America and she is now taking a more long-term Sabbath and moment of rest. Help me welcome today's house guest, Fernanda Ortega to the podcast. Hi, Fernanda. Hey, Portia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So first of all, tell us where you are located, because I know it's absolutely beautiful whenever you show me like outside your window. Oh, yes, yes. I'm uh, speaking from Sitges. It's a small village near to Barcelona, Spain. 
So it's just by the sea at the Mediterranean. So it's a very gorgeous uh, village here. <laughs> so Fernanda, um, I always ask every guest this every time I have them on the podcast. So I'm going to ask you, what are you grateful for? Yeah, you know, today, uh, today I'm grateful for my ancestors. Uh, I am feeling like, you know, they paved the path for me to be who I am and where I am as of now uh, in life and even, you know, physically. So thanks to my Spanish grand grandparents, I'm here living in Spain. So, yeah, I'm really thankful and grateful for them at this moment. I love that. I know we all have someone that we can be thankful for um, who is, has definitely paved the way for us. So I want to jump right in because I know this idea um, is not new, but I think the way that you bring it to the world is especially fresh. And I think it's at a time that we all need it um, as our lives are busy and crowded and life is just busy and crowded and moving at such a fast pace. So let's talk about what is sabbaticing? Yes, uh, you know, sabbaticing is, is an attitude, is a mindset of normalizing the use of our personal time as a tool to reconnect to our selves, to our talents, our motivations, and use it to write a new chapter in life. Right? So because every time we need to think about a plan B, so the idea here is to get ready for this if, if life requires, right? Or if you want to take the lead of your, of your narrative. So, so for me, it's, uh, it's about taking, taking a, pow, a pause, taking a break, and think about the, the importance of adding personal time in, in our routine, right? It can be five minutes, one hour, one week, one year, there are people privileged that can take a gap year, right? But it's not about this whole concept of taking a sabbatical, but it's to have a sabbaticing as part of your life, right? And I'm pretty sure that this uh, impacts our quality of life, our productivity, our self-esteem, right? And our creativity. I love that. So Fernanda, because of you, actually teach, I teach this and I talk about this, um, is that every day I try to take seven minutes of Sabbath, seven minutes of rest, seven minutes of just coming away from my computer or any of the devices that I'm using and just kind of sit there. And that's kind of my time of sabbaticing. So trying to interweave this into my life. And for me, I know seven minutes is not long or seven minutes could be too long for some people, but I try to weave that into my life. This, this time of pause, this time of rest. Um, I don't get to do it perfectly every day, but I definitely try to make sure that it's at the forefront of my mind of taking that, that rest. And I will tell you that when you come back from it, it's like refreshing, right? It's almost like a cat nap and, and you haven't been sleeping, right? So it's like that, that, that jolt of energy that you get from just resting. Exactly, exactly. That's the, that's the aim of, you know, sabbaticing. So we can sabbatic, uh, anywhere, right? And uh, anytime. So, so yeah, I'm happy, happy for influencing you, Portia. So that's the idea. 
It's, it's funny, Fernanda, because when we were in the coffee shop about two years ago, after I had taken my leap of faith to start something new, um, and you were kind of talking about, you're kind of in this in-between, right? You felt something um, that maybe you would be taking a leap and, and doing um, some documentaries and, and all of these things. And then I know you ended up uh, leaving the company you were with and going to another organization. And so what changed um, from our conversation of you kind of taking a leap of faith at that time and then waiting until now? It was not an easy decision for me. For some people, it can, it can be. But but for me, I I realized that I needed to to have some foundations to to start something new in my life. So by talking to people that uh, took uh, you know an extended break in their lives to build something else, uh, I I saw that. You know, it's not it's not something that you can do uh, overnight. So in my case, I needed to first of all having a, a build a budget first of all to have some uh, some security uh, in case of okay, if I don't have any income for one year, how do I manage this? Right. So so for me, it was about the budget. It was about emotionally. I I felt like I was not ready to really leave my identity as an executive and jump into something totally unknown. Uh, so so I took the time for you know, starting a, a process of self-awareness, self-development, doing psychotherapy, taking care of myself, of my emotions to really get strong for what would come next, right? And finally, it came the pandemic, right? So during the pandemic, the, the company uh, where I was working for, they needed me uh, to finish uh, some projects and do some things for for the transition that they were having as well so so i i thought that it would be it would be nice to to complete that project at the same time that i was organizing my my new chapter so in the end of the day everything you know could could be combined in a way where when i finished my my you know my last day of work I was completely ready for the day after, right? So it was it was really good to have this additional time to organize more things that I was not completely ready for. I love that you said you were not ready to give up your identity as an executive. And I think that just that knowledge of awareness, self-awareness, that I'm not ready to give this up, right? And so making sure that not only was it the budget piece, um, but it was also this internal self-awareness piece that that you worked on. So I love how you say that. And Fernanda, you know, it's it's easy for us to hear these stories of people starting something new or sabbaticing when they don't have as many responsibilities as you do as we as we do. You know, with having a husband and children and different responsibilities that we have. So what did that look like with your family? Because if we only listen to the bite-sized messages that we hear on social media or, you know, whatever we're listening to, they don't always talk about that piece is that when you're making a move and other people are going to be affected. Um, so what did that look like for you and your family? 
Yeah, Portia, and that's uh, that's a very good question because you know we are part of uh, this is a, another organization, right? So our family. So of course, uh, uh, the decision is not uh, an individual decision. At some point, uh, it should be it should be agreed and understood by by our family members. So so luckily, uh, I have a husband that he's been with uh, with me through my journey since I started my career. So we've been together for 20 years now. And it was exactly the same time where I started my career in human resources. So in all my my journey, he was uh, along with me. And when I was expatriated, he was there with me and my and my kids. Uh, so So everything that my career uh, was uh, requiring me uh, in terms of changes and everything. My family was following me as well, right? And uh, when when I decided to really stop with that story about career and leave the corporate world, I had to explain them <laughs> because, as I said before, that was part of my identity as well. So... So then I, I had to, to get their buying uh, for sure. So, and it, it's nice because, and it's funny sometimes because family uh, say they are kind of betting that I cannot, you know, take a break. They think that I, okay, Fernanda, you, I cannot imagine you taking holidays or anything. So, uh, so, so they are betting that I, I am not going to, to really stop. Right. So, and then I, my my aim here is to convince them that yes, I am able to take a break with not without guilt for for being there. Uh, but finally, uh, it was yes, it was uh, a team uh, decision. It was a matter of, for example, when we talk about budget, where we are going to live, uh, how we are going to organize school and the time uh, the time off of the family. So. All of these had to be arranged. So, uh, for example, we moved from Madrid, where we were in the middle of the year, uh, the, the school year, right? So then I had to talk to my seven years old that, listen, we are moving to a different city. You are going to move to a new school, new colleagues and everything. So even with my little one, I had to, to get his buying because if he was not happy, I couldn't enjoy my my time, right? So, uh, and uh, and finally, uh, last week uh, he he told me, Ah, mom, I was I was wondering this uh, thing of sabbaticing. I now I, I I got it. I know what is that. He said, It's uh, sabbaticing is this is the summer break of the adults. And I said, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's my summer break. <laughs> I love that. I lo he said, I get it. It's the summer break for adults. I love it. I think that's so clever, right? Because we never think about, we don't think about us having a break. I remember um, we were at a church and the church that we were at, they had a lot of educators. And during the summer, the educators had off just like the kids. And I remember thinking, I wish I had something that I could take time off, you know, to be with my kids during the summer when they had all this time off. So I love how he puts it just so simple is that it's like summer break, but incorporating summer break into every area of your life. Oh, I love it. I also love the fact that you said that 
if he wasn't happy, then you would not be able to enjoy your time. I know I keep kind of talking about this because I think it's so important. A lot of my listeners are, you know, between the ages of 35 and probably 50. And so looking at trying to start something new at that age um, can be scary and worrying about your family. And when I decided to uh, start something new, I had to bring the family on board too and have these conversations. And we had to have this conversation again um, a couple months ago after John's transition and things like that. And I think it's 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 important. I think one, it's important for our kids to see this though. Isn't it exciting that at seven years old, he's like, it'll forever be ingrained in his mind that sabbaticing is like summer break for adults and carrying this from seven into his, you know, adulthood, teen. And I mean, that's incredible. I wish I would have had kind of this mindset of, of sabbaticing um, as I was growing up instead of this busy, 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 because it's harder to um, just reset your mind, right? And that mindset shift from doing and going and climbing and getting to incorporating this time of rest. So I love that. So thank you. Um, Fernanda, I do have a question. When you think about sabbaticing, I know you're kind of doing it, right? Is this like an experiment? And kind of what do you help, what do you hope that this would do to impact humanity? Yeah, I, I think there are two components here. So one is, it's about, so everyone need a break, right? So everyone need to be aware of uh, who they are, what their capabilities are, what their talents are, because uh, anytime in life, we have to, to build a plan B or C, right? So sometimes uh, the change is planned, so you already have your project, your life project, and then everything goes well. But, you know, we know that it's not uh, the it's not the norm. Right. So sometimes the change just come as as we saw last year with the pandemic where people had to uh, reinvent their, themselves because they lost their jobs or they got furloughed or whatever. So uh, and then they had to to figure out wh- what else to do. So I truly believe that by incorporating times of pause in your life, you are able to figure out what would you do if everything changes overnight. So so this is one. And the second thing is because life happens, right? So meanwhile, we are working and climbing, as you said, and, you know, doing our our work stuff. So life is happening. Our kids are growing up. Our parents, is, our parents are getting old. We are, you know, changing everything. The world is changing and, and people, uh, and especially in America, and I, and I tell that because I, I used to live in the U.S. as well, People are always thinking about retirement, right? So they save for retirement. They build plans and dreams uh, of the, the perfect house when they retire. But, but sometimes the, that time doesn't come or it doesn't come as you expected, right? So the moment is right now, right? The, the moment of enjoying life is now. We cannot postpone this for tomorrow and, and again. This pandemic year has, you know, shown us that, you know, things, uh, things happen and we, and we have to really enjoy every single day. <laughs>
Fernanda, you're currently on um, your sabbatical. So you are, it's Tuesday, so you are seven days into your sabbatical. So how does it feel? Like, what does it feel like? As I mentioned before, this is a process that, you know, uh, I've been caring for three years uh, since I started to you incorporating uh, a new routine in my life, a new lifestyle, and, you know, really making choices and decisions that could make sense to my long-term dream, right? So so this is, uh, I would say that I've been sabbaticing for three years, but that I, I, I literally uh, stopped working in my corporate life. It's been seven days. And, and I can tell you, Portia, I'm, uh, I'm really happy. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing so much, uh, so many things. Uh, and this time I'm talking to people and people are reaching out and giving me, you know, kind advice, uh, uh, advice. And people are, you know, offering me or offering me uh, trainings and readings and things. And uh, at the same time, I'm taking care of my health. So I'm visiting, you know, doctors and acupuncturists and other things. And I'm uh, going to the beach. I'm t picking up my son at school. So I'm taking painting and drawing lessons and all that. So basically, I'm really busy. <laughs> I'm really busy. So, but but again, it's uh, it's a, uh, the the emptiness that I was really scared about. So I'm not feeling that emptiness uh, at all. So I'm really feeling that I'm fulfilled by by love, by friendship, you know, by people that are really supporting me in my in my decision. It makes me think about going back to that moment when I started something new. And we were kind of at that coffee shop and it was fresh and it wasn't for me. Um, I left corporate not because I was like, although you can not because I was like, oh, my goodness, it's all about the money and the, you know, the amount of money that I could make and on my own and things like that. But for me, it was about having options. And those options at the time were being able to spend and be present present with my family and to pick my kids up from school and to have these longer coffee dates with John Henry than we usually have. And so I think that I love how you bring that in because you can paint and you can do these things that you wanted to do and just reading. Like for me, I love reading. Um, and so being able to say, I'm going to read. You know, for me, that's like a time of rest. And so I think going back to kind of that, because I think we always have to, it's always this sliding scale of what we're going back to and, and making sure that we're kind of staying in alignment with what matters. So thank you, one, for that as just a gentle reminder um, that, like you said, just living in those moments, right? And having those options and just that freedom. So I absolutely love that. And there may be somebody listening to the podcast and they're probably like, my life is crazy. Um, how can we incorporate sabbaticing in our everyday lives where maybe we cannot take the time away? Um, but how can we incorporate sabbaticing in our everyday lives where we're kind of having those pauses, those moments 
um, of recharging. That's really important. I I started to do that uh, three years ago when I was um, when I was doing uh, a mentoring uh, program with a futurist monk. Uh, so he was the person. He's a French. Uh, guy that really helped me a lot to build my 20-year vision and, and everything. And, and that was uh, the kind of question that I, I used to, to make. I said, okay, but uh, I'm so busy. I travel the world. You know, I, I work in 14 different time zones. So how can I how can I read a book or how can I do anything? And then he said to me, Fernanda, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you a challenge. Uh, do you know this kind of a self uh, evaluation and and see how you are spending your time uh, and let's see what's uh, what's stealing your your time from uh, from things that you really love and then I started to do that and I, I realized how many you know how much time I was uh, spending in the airplanes first. Secondly, uh, I was uh, checking how much time I was uh, spending on social network. And then I said, okay, uh, airplanes, easy. All right. So in my long trip, so I could catch up some readings and some things. But then when I was to the social network, I could see that on average, I, I used to spend 60 minutes a day scrolling on social media, right? And, and and then I realized that I used to do that because I was so stressed and it was a, a moment of doing nothing, right? And then I said, okay, let me trade uh, trade off these uh, 60 minutes. And and this is how I or reorganized though, uh, that hour. So I used to have 15 minutes of reading a book or whatever, 10 minutes of meditation, because there are very nice apps that you can use for 10-minute meditation. 10 minutes of dancing and singing, because, you know, I had to move my body. And at that time, I was not doing anything for my body. Uh, and uh, I incorporated 15 minutes of talking to friends, because I was missing a lot, talking to people that used to do things totally different of mine. Right. So uh, because of my work, I'm uh, these human resources and and always talking to people in the company. And then I, I would have like to talk to people outside the company. Right. So 15 minutes a day. So uh, talking to anybody. And finally, 10 minutes playing with my kids. Right. So uh, because sometimes we realize that we do not play with our kids. Right. And uh, and then I said, oh, my goodness, look at how much time that I was wasting doing nothing, but doing nothing, not in a positive way. I was doing nothing without being aware on how that could, you know, uh, on what uh, that could bring to me. Right. So and then I I could do this uh, switch uh, gears and really doing things that were meaningful. For me so so that's my advice uh, to you to the audience here so and, and I also would like to to bring something here and uh, many of people that are listening to to us they they work for a company and they have uh, PTOs right so they are uh, fortunate to have PTOs now paid time off and you know work, working in HR I can tell you Portia people don't take their days in the year that they are allowed to 
right? My son, my older son, he works for a company in California that, uh, you know, they give free PTOs to all employees, those, right? So unlimited. And he told me that, mom, people don't take vacations. People don't use the, their benefits, right? So please use, <laughs> use your time off, right? Uh, that's important for you and it's important to whoever uh, is uh, surrounding you because you are going to show up as a better person in the end. I think it's really about being in the present. And I'm telling you, like, honestly, I, I'd say over the last couple of months, just feeling like, oh, my God, I have so much to do. I have so much to do. But it's in those little moments um, that I realized, like, I want to be present. I want to be present in my life. And that was the reason for me leaving. That's the thing. That was the reason for me starting something new to start the podcast so that I could be present, that we could live in the moments that we have, because like you said, we're so we're always planning for, let's just say retirement being the destination or whatever our destination is, and not enjoying the journey along the way and the people that we meet in a coffee shop, you know, or talking to someone in Barcelona, Spain, and creating those, those relationships or playing or coloring with our children or whatever that looks like. So I think when you think about sabbaticing and me and taking that seven minutes, um, for me, it's because I don't want to be overwhelmed because I can be quickly overwhelmed and stressed out. So it's a way to, to sit back. So when my kids do come in the office, I'm not like, you know, um, so busy that I'm not paying attention or I'm not, you know, um, so I, I really love this idea. And I hope that people will take that advice to for me, actually, since I'm gone away from my kids as we're recording this, I'm going to look at those areas of where am I spending my time? Because when we say we don't have time, do we not have time or are we wasting it? And you're right, sometimes the scrolling or the, you know, the mindless Netflix binges are because we are so stressed and we're so anxious and we just need a, you know, a place of kind of solace and, um, and so trying to find a healthy way, right, to, to combat that. I'm not saying don't watch your Netflix, but I'm just saying to look at where we're expending that energy. Um, since you've been doing this for three years, Fernanda, what, what have you learned? What has been like the biggest lesson that you've learned from this so far? When we have a, a more balanced life and when you, uh, you split your, your energy uh, in, in different aspects of your life, I think uh, you get less frustrated by whatever doesn't work. So, so I, I, can, I can give an example. So I used to, since I used to give so much to my work, I was always expecting the same, uh, you know, the retribution from them at, at the same level. But of course, it, it wasn't balanced because I was giving too much and, and and more than they were expecting right and then when i i, I see that i'm giving my energy uh to, to to different you know aspects in my life to my family to my friends to myself uh, to my work then i see that all of these relationships become better and and healthier right so i can tell you portia that uh, you know i i had I had really, you know, hard times when I, 
when I was, uh, you know, as a, you know, working in different time zones and uh, traveling the world, and then having the chores at work at home, and then you know, uh, little <laughs> little child at home and husband. So all of this was so overwhelming at the time. Right. And, and today I look back and I say, oh, my goodness, I'm so grateful that we could overcome that challenge. And today I see my life, uh, in, you know, in, in, in the right pace. So so for me, that's that's the, the best learning. And uh, and I'm happy that I was not waiting for getting ill uh, to to give my life a new starting. Right. So because uh, what I've learned from others during this journey is that. Many people that did that, you know, change or in their lives, uh, it, it was because of, uh, of disease, for example, right? So I was lucky enough to avoid that and to, uh, to incorporate a new lifestyle before, uh, before it's too late. <laughs> it's funny because when we first talked, we talked on your day one of uh, your sabbatical and, um, and, and you've always just had this light that that's shown through. So um, I love it either way. Um, but I feel like when we talked last week and today, like there's just this airiness um, to you. And I think too, it's kind of like, I did it, right? Like, because you talked about shutting off your old narrative. And so people who are thinking about making a change or incorporating something new or doing something new, um, how did you kind of navigate creating this new narrative that just because the narrative is no longer that you're an executive here, but creating this new narrative and accepting that? Like, what was the work that you had to do there? The last uh, two months, I've been, um, I've been writing uh, an article. So at the beginning, it, it was just a, like a journal. And then part of that journal has become a jo- uh, an article that I published in my day one of, uh, of sabbatical. Uh, so I published that on, on LinkedIn. And for me, it was a way to make that tangible right so we just say okay now it's done <laughs> so so writing for me uh was important to organize my ideas mm-hmm. and to tell my story in a more structured way so so publishing that article uh, was the you know the transition that i needed to say okay now it's done right and publishing on linkedin was even more symbolic because okay mm-hmm. since i I used to be this uh, corporate animal in these uh, last 20 years. So that's the place to publish uh, the article, right? So it's on LinkedIn. Uh, and then after, after publishing that article and, and receiving, uh, the, you know, hundreds of feedback about it from people that, oh my goodness, I, I couldn't imagine uh, how many people I was reaching uh, with that. So I, I, I'm really thankful for that. Uh, the day after, a friend of mine uh, invited me to, you know, to go to Barcelona to do shopping and, you know, to visit some farm markets uh, there. So it's okay, let's go. So that was my very first day. And then I, you know, I dressed up as I was working, as I was going to the office. 
<laughs> and curious, uh, and it's curious because you know it's been more than one year that I don't dress up. As I I go to an office because there's no office to go since March last year, right? So I said, oh my goodness, why am I, you know, uh, dressing these clothes? But I said, okay, uh, maybe it's part it's part of the transition, right? So. But as I said, uh, it was uh, for me. It was important to to have that milestone of writing down and close the chapter and formally opening a new one uh, to be to be written. Now it's uh, it's in the process. So maybe in three four months time, I can tell you more because uh, I am in the process right now. So and just enjoying each day at a time, right? I'm so happy for you. And I can just imagine just the millions of people that once you kind of go through this, because I know you're kind of testing it out. Um, but once people hear the stories and hear your story and just how sabbaticing is changing their lives and their mindsets and bringing calm and peace and creativity and more time with our family and doing things that we want to do and love to do and just having those moments of rest. Um, I, it's just going to be incredible. I think we all need to adopt it as a part of our lives. You know, one of the things I tried to mimic John Henry is because for as long as I've known, even when he was flying across the globe with, with you uh, for those two years, um, he would always take rest. Like he would always take rest. And I was like not flying around the world. And I felt more tired than he was, you know? So um, there's something to be said in that, that rest actually does rejuvenate you because I've seen it in his life and I've seen it in my life when I wasn't. And so um, there has to be some type of correlation there with taking that rest um, and the fact that he was still able to perform. Um, and so I want you to think about this, Fernanda, because I ask everybody this, is that, you know, paint the picture that you've gone on your, the, your sabbatical. Sabbaticing has become a thing that we have all as just human, humans um, incorporated in our lives. And you've been able to touch so many lives and get people to rest and been able to see how that rest has impacted their lives as a whole and really getting us to live again, even in the midst of life happening. Um, if you think about that and everything that you've dreamed or envisioned has already come to pass, what would be the thing that you're most proud of? I could, I could thrive in uncertainty because all of these uh, was full of uncertainty. And I used to be uh, this kind of person to control everything. So I was uh, shaped uh, to work and to have everything under control. So, so yeah, uh, giving up all of these, all of this control, uh, it it was a big achievement for me. Uh, and and uh, and now, uh, seeing seeing uh, by my window here where I am, I, I can see. Oh my goodness, I made it! I made it! I'm uh, you know I'm I'm living by the sea as I I wrote in my twenty year vision three years ago. So, so many things that I wrote for 20 years uh, are happening now. So, so yeah, I'm really proud of that. And, uh, and, and this is the message I would like to you to share is, you know, whatever you, you write for yourself as your purpose, as your goal in life. So 
that happens because you make decisions throughout that goal, right? So it's uh, so this is something that I'm really proud of. Uh, I, I didn't come from a, a place of privilege as a Porsche. So I think this is important to mention as well, right? So where I came from, uh, it was not a given. It, it was not <laughs> something that it would be the, the natural uh, outcome. So, so this, uh, this makes me even prouder because, uh, because, and that's why I mentioned my ancestors, uh, my ancestors in the, at the beginning of the call. It's, it's because, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they, they must be proud. <laughs> How can we keep in touch with you and continue to follow your journey? Since I'm doing this transition for, from LinkedIn to Instagram, because I think it's more coherent, right? <laughs> So uh, there's uh, there's a sabbaticing uh, profile on Instagram. Uh, I promise that I, I will I will share more uh, insights in that uh, in that profile as soon as I you know I, I collect more stories to you to share. But yes, the idea um, over time is to is to build a, a community. Uh, around this topic of sabbaticing, so really build uh, a network. So in the future, mm-hmm. there are more. There's more to come in that sense. But for now, uh, it's on Instagram, and let's see in a few months where this is going to lead us. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. And then, where can we read the article? Um, you mentioned it was on LinkedIn, but where can we read that article? And I'll make sure that um, in the show notes, I'll put a link to it actually, so that we can read that article. Yeah, so there's uh, there's a link uh, to the article on on Instagram, and then you can reach out directly on my on my LinkedIn profile. So yeah, excellent, Fernanda. Thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate you coming on the podcast and just talking about sabbaticing and allowing us to hear your story. I cannot wait to come to Barcelona and be by the Mediterranean Sea with you. <laughs> You're most welcome, and thank you, Portia, for being the, the enthusiast of uh, all of these uh, concepts here. And thanks for your friendship, and your support, and inspiration. You know that you are you are in the right path of you know spreading the word and and impacting people every day. I'll leave you with this: Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Lao Cha. As always, we end every show with this declaration. Waking up is automatic. Showing up is intentional. Today, I will show up. Thanks again for spending time with me today and listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you never miss a show. Leave a five-star review and share with a friend or foe. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Portia Scott. Until next time, go impact the world.